Sam Farrell. And I'm Jacob Adams. Welcome to Dublin City Center. A Dublin-themed podcast where we talk about Dublin a lot. More than we usually do. More than we usually do. Sam, welcome to Dublin. Thank you. I've been here. I'm about to leave. This is a weird time for you to say welcome. But well, thanks. I said welcome when you got here. I saw you in the airport and I said, hey, welcome to Dublin. That's true, you did. Yeah, you actually also said the thing in Irish. Yeah, I did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to say it on the air, though, because if you'll I do... You'll butcher it, and then you'll be beaten up every yeah, day. Yeah, that's the way that it is here in Dublin. Yeah. Um, I've been here for four days, which is long enough... No, that's not right. Three days, which is long enough to observe that that is indeed the way it is in Dublin. Yeah, you've seen it all. You've seen the streets. I've seen the river. You've seen the river. You saw... Book of Kells. I saw Jurassic World. <laughs> saw Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, I saw some mean I've kids. I've seen it all, baby. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some mean kids. I've seen kids who point and laugh at people. Yeah. Now you know what it's like. I just didn't expect kids to be so rude. Yeah, but I guess it just comes with the territory, right? Because in America, kids just look at screens and play on screens, and they don't ever say anything to anybody. And I, I'm starting to think maybe that's not a bad thing, because I've seen how it is in Ireland. They don't have screens, and so what they do instead is they make fun of people. Yeah, they do that in America. They just don't do it to their faces. Oh. That's how they're on the they screen. They do it online. Yeah, they're doing it online. Doing it on Reddit and on Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Know all about that. Yeah. That cross-section of culture. Yeah. Fortnite and Reddit. Yeah. Everybody's favorite. Uh-huh. Anyway, Dublin. Yeah, I've been in Dublin a few days, and it's been really fun, really good. Um, great to experience a different culture. Sure. Great to experience a different language. Yeah. You haven't really run into a lot of Irish people, to be honest. No, I haven't. Not really, no. But if you do, normally you don't understand what they're saying? No. The people I've spent the most time with have been you and your German roommate. Yeah. Who is not Irish, because he's German. Yeah. So, no, I haven't around Irish people that much. Yeah, that's, uh... That's okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, you're in Ireland, you expect to run into them pretty often. Just yeah. Not, you know, you just don't talk to people on the street very often. No. No. Kids do. To say mean things, but... No. Not me. Not me. Um... The best... You should ask me it. You should make it a question. You should phrase it as a question. Because this is... Oh, should we... Do the turnover now? Should we say this is for interview? Should we, should we give up the get, give up the con? Do, do you want to? Do you want to try and start over? No, I want to. I want to push through. You want to push through? It needs to be natural. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be authentic. Yeah. Push through. We're gonna push through. No cuts here. No sir. Um. Anyways, we've we've prattled about Dublin for a minute, and we haven't really said much of anything. Except that Sam thinks that Irish children are all bad. <laughs> I've, I've had to be proven wrong. Well, you haven't met the right ones. Yeah. Neither have I. Sam, why are you here anyway? Um, that sounds really negative, doesn't it? Yeah. Why have you been on my couch? For, for, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I I'm, walked out of my room this morning and you were 
wearing the clothes you were wearing yesterday and look like you might have just passed out a few minutes before. So yeah, I was kind of like, who is this guy? And I remembered you were here. Yeah. So why are you here? Um, I'm doing a summer internship in Scotland for the rest of the summer. And so I just came here to see you first. Summer internship so in Scotland? Yeah. For the rest of the summer? Yeah. Just okay. so we, I just came to her so we could record. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No other reason? That's pretty cool. You're welcome, Dean. <laughs> You're welcome, Dean. And Nathan and mom and dad. Julie. <laughs> Whoever else is out there. I don't know. Um... So you're you're headed to Scotland. You're going to do work with uh, Twenty Schemes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Church Funding Network in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to? I don't know. Being in Scotland, getting to know Edinburgh. Um, yeah, not, I don't. I don't have a lot of specific expectations right now. Not a lot of expectations. No, low right. expectations kind of person right now. Just like Charles Dickens' great novel, Low Expectations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that Everybody one. loves that I'm one. I'm Pip from that. I'm um, Pip. Low expectations. So like, so, like, think about me. Sure. But I'm Pip. Right. That. Well, I've never read a great expectation. Actually, well, I'll take that back. I read, like, the first five cha- pages, and I didn't like it very much. Well, I'm Pip, and I have... Is that the main character? It's... Yeah. 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 Okay. Does and he look like Fifle from Fifle Goes West? No. Here's the crazy thing in that book. That book's about a rich old woman making a young orphan fall in love with this girl that she's raising. And then, like, making sure that she doesn't fall in love with him so that he's miserable. That's, like, the first half of that book. Anyway, <laughs> Charles Dickens. Right, so you're going to Scotland yeah. to read Charles Dickens. <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading Charles Dickens. Right. Looking forward to um, looking at, walking to museums. Looking forward to walking on the streets, walk, looking on looking at castles. Okay. Uh, do, doing the work. I've heard a lot of Edinburgh residents say things like, who cares about Edinburgh Castle? Really? Because it's just a castle, and it's there every day. Yeah, because they live there. Yeah, how do you react to that? They live there. I don't blame them for saying that. I live in Maine, and I get tired of, like... All the lobsters everywhere? and lobsters everywhere, yeah. (laughs) Lobsters everywhere? Yeah. Just walk out. Sometimes I just want to be able to drive in specifically the direction west and not run into the ocean. You know, sometimes you just want that. And I don't have that there. Yeah. East. Yeah, it's really difficult to drive west and not hit the ocean in Maine. It is if you're northern enough. Yeah, okay. But I did mean east, yeah. You meant east. You've been doing that a lot this week. You get your current <sighs> directions all turned around. Well, the cars are on the next side of the road. Makes sense I'd get this mixed up, too. When I moved here, you want to know what I used to do? What? Say left instead of right. No. Yeah, I don't understand why. That's but it horrible. But it happened to me a lot. Turn left, and then it's what It's like, what do you mean left? Oh, right. I meant right. I'm sorry. I'm confused. That happened to me way too many times. That's actually... It still does sometimes. Really? Why? There's no reason for that to be the case. There's no reason for you to confuse the You're directions right. in your home state, but right. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I've heard in Maine that uh, a lot of people have to scrape the lobsters off their bed when they wake up in the morning. Yeah, they're, they're like so, a crust. They're so a many. crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> they're not crustaceans. Yeah, they are. They are. No, I thought they <laughs> no, were. They uh, are. I thought they were arachnids. No, they're not. They're crustaceans. Aren't they related to no. spiders? No, they are definitely related. People to call spiders. them like the bug of the sea, but they're not. The bug related of the sea. I love eating that sweet, sweet bug of the sea. Well, here's the thing: they used to be considered like a low class food. Like they'd give they them still to prisoners. Are. Yeah, well, for, yeah, because we give them to tourists, which is like prisoners, but they we want them to leave, not stay. Um, 
Not me specifically, just the state. Yeah, I'm just playing along. Yeah. Tell me more about the bug of the sea. It tastes like rubber, and it's not very good. All right, well, that's not very nice. Well, it's subjective. They're it's bugs, not. aren't they? They had it coming. So, guess, so they're actually insects. Right, they are. That swim underwater. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're related to spiders. And people don't eat them. They can't be eaten. So I'm excited about Edinburgh. <laughs> because of all the lobsters. I can't there. wait to walk on Holyrood Street and go to Holyrood Castle. Okay, Holyrood. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. It's not that. Sure it is. What? Whatever you say, man. It's the Holy Road. Okay, right. Whatever. Um, I'm excited to walk on top of the big King Arthur's seat. Not what it's called. King Arthur's big chair. Big Arthur's chair. Big Arthur Hill. Yeah. Big Arthur's chair. Overlooking Edinburgh, yeah. Can I get a look at Big Arthur's chair, please? <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll be 10 pounds. One glance at King Arthur's big seat. <laughs> if you don't mind. World's largest butt. Hey, are you are you American? <laughs> How did you know? I'm from Argentina, actually. That's Thank you. from Argentina. Oh, um, you're from Argentina? Well, never mind. I have nothing to say about that. Yeah, that's fine. I'll see you later. Um, have a good time in the chair. Yeah, have a good time with Big Arthur's chair. Um, <laughs> world's largest butt here. Sea uh, <laughs> man, former monarch of United Britain. Largest <laughs> butt ever. Gosh. Sat in this very seat. At the top of this big, big hill. <laughs> he fell down once. Oof. It was devastating. Not for him, he got padding. Well... He He'll be all right. He'll be all right. It's he's gonna be all right. Uh, tell me, Sam, what? <laughs> Big Arthur's chair. Um, uh, what's the most uh, the most amazing thing you've seen since you've been in Dublin? So there's been a lot. There's been a lot. We climbed the top of a mountain. Yeah, that happened. That was pretty exhausting. It was. It was beautiful though. Um, yeah, so it was but pretty exhausting. That wasn't the most and biggest thing. The most and biggest thing. Tell me more the about most the most and biggest thing. The most and biggest thing I saw in Dublin. Right. We, I, so I, there's, backstory. So I forced you to walk down to the harbor because I wanted to see if we could see the mountain that we had climbed previously. Right. That did happen. And so I was like, we got to the end. I told you five or six times you wouldn't be able we to see could, it. Yeah, we could you, te- you kept telling me, I oh, know, I'm sure we could see it. I'm like, we're not going to be able to see it from here. And no. you said, sure we can. I said, all right, let's keep going. So in a bid to try and see it, I th- thought we'd go left. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty helpful, isn't it? Because uh, we're talking about left or right here. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So we went right instead. Left. Yeah. Of straight into the canal. <laughs> the big mucky canal. Yeah, it's called the Liffey. The Liffey River. It's called Riffy the, River. the filthy. Uh, it's not very nice. You don't live here. Oh, sorry. Um so we we went left and we were like, here's a big building, can't go around it, can't go over it, gotta go through it. That sure. So what happened was we started. So I live on the north side of the city. We walked down to the Riffey River, which is south from where we live, and we just started walking along the canal. Mm-hmm. And Sam was like, oh sure, we can see this place we're headed. We were at yesterday, and I'm mm-hmm. like, we won't be able to. And he said we could. So we kept walking and. Saw a bunch of depressing architecture. I mean, sculpture, sorry. Um, Which is to say, we saw some Irish sculptures. <laughs> Accurate. Um, and then uh, we walked by a big arena because we kept heading north, trying along the canal, thinking we might be able to see 
where we were. Yeah, to like before. see Hoth. Yeah. But we mountain. didn't. But we didn't. We saw a different kind of mountain. We, we did. A mountain. Of man's creation. Of mountain of man's creation. Space mountain. <laughs> Just kidding. That. Just kidding. It wasn't Space Mountain. Do you want to tell the story? Or no, I? no, no. You go ahead. I just uh, wanted to frame it. Okay. Frame the direction to geography a little better. Yeah. So we walked into this, uh, what turned out to be a mall. We walked past the Starbucks and an Eddie Rockets at the front. What's an Eddie Rockets? I could talk about that. Just what is it? It's a it's an American themed restaurant that's only in in Ireland, as far as I know. I don't know where it where it's, its reach it's, extends to. It's like a fifties diner. I walked in and sat down and said, mm. "I listened to that Grease soundtrack that was playing." Yeah, I bought my hamburger. They brought that hamburger, Euros. and uh, I said, "It's good to be home. It's good to be home. <laughs> it's good to be home." But we walked in past these two establishments at the front, right? Um, and they were at the very front. And as we got further and further in, we realized that there were no stores. Yeah, it was uh, an abandoned mall. The mall was completely abandoned. Completely abandoned. Cavernous. Empty. Empty. Cavernous. New. That's Brand the thing. new. Brand new. New. There were plants on the ce- plants on the roof. Plants on the ceiling. <laughs> plants there, on the ceiling. There were plants on the ceiling. <laughs> there were plants on the roof. Cavernous. Caver- <laughs> there were plants on the roof. Empty. There were windows everywhere. There was, like, a cool mood lighting. There was... Two elevators. There was uh, lots of escalators, but lots no people of escalators. and no, no people. stores. No stores. Completely empty. Completely empty. Plants on the ceiling. Plants, <laughs> plants on the ceiling. And um, there were plants on the ceiling. And uh, we went up to escalators. And there was a, there was a trend after that. We noticed a pattern. There was a pattern. It was going upward. Yeah. What was the other pattern that we saw? You well, get to tell us. What part. was it? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this place is humongous and empty. And we start going up this escalator. I say, hey, Sam, let's go up here. I want to see how I want to go see. I want to see how far this pyramid, this mountain of man goes. <laughs> this Aztec temple. This this pyramid to the ideals of capitalism. Stairway to heaven. Stairway to escalator to heaven. Um, we were walking, and it was it was leading us to a heaven of sorts, a kingdom of its own creation. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't any kind of kingdom that we wanted to be a part of. It was a fallen kingdom. That's right. I'm talking about Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> and so we kept going up these escalators, and then we saw some light light advertising for Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic yeah, there was World. There a banner hung over one of the railings. So yeah, yeah, there were some now. there were some posters. It was like, you know, coming out. They had some cardboard standees. Yeah. So we go up the first flight of escalators. And I got to emphasize, there were like four flights of escalators. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it was just some, it was some Jurassic World posters. And then we went up there to the second level. Uh, there were Jurassic World's cardboard standees, more posters. Uh, and then we're kind of like, well, this is kind of weird because there's yeah. nothing around yeah and i'm not really sure what all these posters it are is here completely for. empty it's completely empty besides these posters yeah so we we kept going against my better judgment mm. and in hindsight i think i would have said we should leave now before mm-hmm. we awaken some sort of ancient curse mm-hmm. but i went against my we were reckless we were reckless um untoward even points 
but uh, we we went forward. We went up another escalator. We saw even more advertisements. We saw uh, massive posters with Chris Pratt on them. Big old big old banner sign that says hashtag Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, which I thought was Giant. pretty direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we went up the last escalator of regular advertisements, um, and then we reached this sort of like. How would you describe it's like a final it? Final gateway. It's like a gateway. Yeah. Yeah. Like a final passage. Yeah. Into a realm unseen. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's uh, like the, the top floor, right? Yeah, I'm talking about the top floor. The first place we saw a person. Yeah, we saw. We didn't see anybody in this place until we got to the top of the escalators, and there was a single solitary movie or cinema employee scooping popcorn out of a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was just as strange as it sounds. A small lobby with a, a tiny Ben and Jerry's with no employee. Yep. Um an open air Ben and Jerry's. T- it was and indoors. It was indoors. It's open air as an open indoor air as an, Yeah. Open to the room. There's a an un untended kick ticket counter. Mm-hmm. Uh and then there was this Young Irish man scooping popcorn out of a trash bag into yeah. the display windows. Yeah. In the theater. They're showing movies. Yeah, they're showing movies. Um, he was sort of, I don't know, maybe looked like he'd been scooping popcorn for several days. Or, or centuries. Maybe he'd been there for a while. Maybe he'd been there forever. <laughs> he may have never left. He said that, uh, and Sam, Sam and I discussed it, and Sam said he was going to go ask him what it was like to work here in this... This uh, crypt of modern capitalist <laughs> ideals. Um, and uh, so Sam asked him what it was like, and he said, well, there used to be a lot of stores here until the recession hit. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they all disappeared, except for the Starbucks, the Eddie Rockets, and this absolutely massive cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> he said it's not ever busy except when it's cheap and when they have, you know, like Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, like weekends. Like weekends. Sometimes people come to see movies. Maybe Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, and and that was proven true because a, a woman and her son appeared at Presumably, the top of the escalator, yeah. and they appeared walked and into the cinema. They appeared. It was kind of strange because they walked in, and they went in the cinema and they came back out. And I think they were trying to see if everything they'd seen before they walked in was still there. As if it would evaporate into smoke when it was no longer in sight. <laughs> Grasping for permanence in a world without it. Yes, in a temporal, a temporal void such as the pyramid. Yeah, nothing quite felt real, quite rail at that point. Rail. Yeah, yeah. So then we decided to leave, and we went down. But we to didn't. The, but we just, <laughs> then we went to the ba- the sub basement. Yeah. and looked around. Where the escalators are off. The escalators were turned off. It just kind of kept going, and then we decided by the time it was time for us to leave that maybe we were better off going because as soon as we walked through the doors, the place sort of evaporated. It did. It started to turn into... It started to curl like smoke. It curled like a thin smoke rising. never been there. Uh, or a mist off a finely, uh, finely cared for manicured lawn. Mm-hmm. And the morning dew as it evaporates and, and the sun rises over the hills. Mm. What you see before you is no longer the world that you knew in the waking lands, but something far different. Mm-hmm. And now, thinking back, I wonder how much of it was real 
and if any of it is is still there, you, you know, are you okay? I don't know, man. I'm, I feel like maybe it maybe maybe it just doesn't exist. Yeah, if like if we went back, then, then like were we just passed out on the street outside of this like <laughs> undeveloped land, <laughs> which I find highly unlikely, and you know. But we got back out, and Starbucks was still there. Yeah, and that's when I knew that it was sort of like the lantern hanging in the window. Yeah. The candle in the window where you yeah. know, oh, I'm getting close now. Like, we're yeah. getting to the end of this. The real people were there. There were people there, and I thought, surely this is... Not as lonely as our experience has been so far. Yeah, it was really something else, and I really wish I could explain it more carefully. I put some videos on my Instagram of it, and yeah, it too. was just really spooky looking. But you could check those out, I guess. It was straight wacky, friend. <laughs> um, Things. And then we missed the Lewis. Yeah, yeah. That was fine. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. We were that guy. We were the Lewis guy that missed the Lewis. Yeah. So sad. It was all right. It could have been worse. Yeah. Well, no, it couldn't. We stood at the door and hit the button while the people inside watched us. And the Lewis pulled away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not the last time that'll happen to me, but it's definitely the first time it's happened this week. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really bizarre. It's very, oh no. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, very sleepy. Oh, um, let's see. Speaking of fallen kingdom. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, so tonight, me and Sam and Sarah, um, Sarah Winterburn, went to go see Jurassic Park. I mean, World Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The kingdom's And though this isn't, isn't you know, what we normally do on French Review, I thought it was something I could try out. Could I pitch? Is it possible for me to pitch you a movie? Yeah. Could I pitch you you a movie? Let me hear Um, your Jurassic ideas. Yeah, they're yeah, they're at, they're not gonna go extinct. I mean, <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, full spoilers for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom to follow. Because uh, you know, because you know, we got to talk. Because you know, we got to talk about the whole movie now. Because all I'm gonna do is pitching. I'm just gonna pitch you this movie. Yeah, pitch, pitch this movie to me. Let me hear about this movie. So. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we open on uh, a Senate hearing, right? Jeff Goldblum is staring down the barrel of a camera telling us why dinosaurs should go extinct again. Yeah. Um, All right. Right, right? You tracking with me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what okay. What next? Yeah, so then we cut to uh, political activists standing up for the rights of dinosaurs. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so we get this kind of grassroots dinosaur-saving uh, organization okay. on board early on. What happens next? Uh, so the next thing we have uh, is Claire. Claire from the original Jurassic World. Uh-huh. Uh, she's on the scene again. She's not just somebody's aunt this time. She is a compelling character, we're led to believe. Okay. Um, and Claire is heading up this... Uh, this uh, grassroots organization. She's got a uh, guy named Franklin, who's her systems analyst, and uh, who seems to be able to do literally anything. And we want that in the movie; they can do anything okay, on a okay. computer, and even say, "I'm Does that in." Cost a lot of money. He's like a hacker. Oh, I like hackers. They make money. 
Yeah, and also he says he could say I'm in at some point in the movie. Ooh, you know I like that. Yeah, and then there's um, a sassy veterinarian lady. She's kind of a feminist. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Well, this sounds perfect so far. Sounds perfect. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. So we'll have Claire contact uh, Owen. That's Chris Pratt's character. Okay. Okay. And um, I've got another meeting in uh, 10 minutes. Uh could you speed this up, son? Yeah, 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 okay, okay. I love the idea. I love it so far. You love it so far. You're okay. doing great. Great. Oh, careful. Oh. Uh, you knocked over your water Don't there. tell me what to do. Oh, all right, sorry. Um, so, anyway, the Mr. Producer guy. What, what I'm trying to pitch here is, so basically, uh, Claire goes to where Owen is. Uh, he shows, She shows up, and Owen is, he's, you know, Chris Press working on a cabin, looking like a, a cool a cowboy. Ooh. And she says, hey, uh, can we talk? And uh, he's like... What do you want? And then she's like, I'll buy you a drink. And he said, do you bring him with you? We got to go somewhere. <laughs> and then they're in a bar. Right. And then, so then um, she guilt trips him into helping her save dinosaurs, which yes. is great. It's great. Okay. So then there's, um, there's a mansion and the mansion has an old man in it and a little girl and another uh, an older lady and then a young idealistic or an idealistic guy uh, okay. he used to be young and idealistic but now he's only one uh, and so the next thing that happens is um, uh, Claire and Owen and her ragtag team uh, all go to the Jurassic World Island right and um, mm. before all this they get the DNA for the big bad 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 got dinosaur it. got it got it of course so we get that and then two guys get eaten um, yes. And then everybody else gets eaten, basically, except for the yes. guys on the helicopter. Uh, so anyway. hold on, everyone gets eaten, almost. Wow. Except for the guys on the helicopter. Um, and then we cut back. So it was, I'll get my what? chronology out. What happens next? Yeah. So the next thing that happens, and this is a really important part. Okay. So so they're in the dinosaur park, right? And then they meet the the commander of the paramilitary organization that's already there, who seems to have absolutely no trouble capturing dinosaurs without their help, except for one. And they need a tracking okay. system to find the blue, the raptor that Owen's in love with. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> it's true. He's in love with the dinosaur. Um, Okay, so then, so then, so then, so then, um, they capture all the dinosaurs, and then they shoot one of the, they shoot Blue, and then uh, they, ta- they tranquilize Chris Pratt, and then he has to funny crawl away from lava. <laughs> funny crawl? <laughs> yeah! It's that great. in my film! Right, right, right. So anyway, the, all that happens is they, the island explodes, and everybody gets on a boat, and they go away. Um, and they save the raptor's life, and then suddenly they're in northwestern California. Wow. Um, Costa Rica is from from 120 miles off the coast of the western coast of Costa Rica is this the new Blar? So they travel to northwestern California seemingly in a couple of hours, and despite having a massive storm on the horizon, nothing bad happens. Now, are you pitching me this film or reviewing it? I'm a little confused. I'm, what, what happens next? I'm pitching the movie to you, obviously. So then, so then, so then they're at the big thing. They're at the big house, and then there's a bad ro- There's a bad robot. I mean, uh, there's a robot dinosaur. Oh, there's a big bad dinosaur, and then um, so then what they do is they they want to make a super dinosaur like they did in the first Jurassic World. Big bad one, yeah. But instead of spending the whole movie building up to that giant dinosaur attacking yeah. and Jurassic World falling apart, they spend the first third of the movie 
setting up the film and then a bit of that first third on the island and then two thirds of the movie get this okay people are gonna love this take place in a mansion instead oh, of I on you know like a world Jurassic House Jurassic House exactly definitely a music genre that we want to capitalize on <laughs> um so then what happens is there's a big fancy auction and all the dinosaurs are up for sale. And then uh, the, the di- big do the dinosaurs wear suits. They do. Yes. All the dinosaurs wear suits and there's this sta- there's this part with the stagosaurus and the triceratops are like talking to each other. And they say, We gotta make you look we gotta make you look nice for and those they, for the auction. Yeah, and they fix their bow ties and that's really that's funny. Uh, and then there's um, a little girl, the little girl's back and the old man gets killed and then she said <laughs> Um <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. And then it turns out she's a clone. All right. The little girl's a clone? The little girl's a clone. She's a clone of? She's a clone of uh, the old man's daughter. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. She's not a dinosaur. No, she's not. Okay. Not yet. Okay. There's a close-up of her eye at the end of the movie, and we get the feeling that maybe she might be a dinosaur, <laughs> even for just a second. What happens? What happens? What happens after that? Well, then all the people we don't like get eaten by dinosaurs, um, or killed by them, and then all the other dinosaurs escape because the little girl lets them free because she's a clone like they are. <laughs> what happens then? That's it. Oh my goodness. That's well, the whole movie, and that's the it's the best idea I could come up with on the way over here. So you say two two thirds of the movie take place in the house? Yeah, the whole movie oh, takes place in the house. Really, that's gonna be really good. Yeah, well, I thought we could save some money on that and spend most of our money, um, getting a bunch of actors to show up for maybe I don't know ten minutes of screen time total. Uh, like who? who could I don't know, there? like Toby Jones. Maybe I thought he could be like uh, Hydra. Toby Jones is guy. great. Toby Jones is great. Yeah, his whole role is kind of Very hard good. to understand because I'm not really sure if he's related to the crime syndicates or the military or here's an idea. he's an auctioneer. What if he stood there when everyone's when everyone's like arriving at the auction, their fancy cars, their big black fancy cars, and they're all walking in. And he's like standing with the evil business guy, and he's like, and that guy sells weapons to what's uh, the voice? Kids. Is he a voice? That's just my Toby Jones voice. That person sells weapons to kids, and this person exploits pharmaceutical companies and makes medicine cost more, and this person is related to Hitler himself. And this person wants to be married to a dinosaur. (laughs) He has exotic tastes. (laughs) You mean he wants to, like, eat a dinosaur? Hmm... No, <laughs> he wants to marry a dinosaur, <laughs> like in the book Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. <laughs> How much will you pay, sir? Twenty-six million. Gone. Gone. That's not what they say in an auction. What's wrong million. with you? I'll be honest. It's not my best idea. Oh, okay. But it's the one you're going to give me $250 million for. Scratch that. $300. $300 million? $300. That's perfect. Up front. Up front. Okay, that's great. <laughs> we'll give you more later. <laughs> okay. Depending on how it's going. Well, anyway, yeah, the movie ends with all the dinosaurs being free, and then we see a T-Rex presumably eat a lion. 
This sounds great. This sounds grand. And then we have an after credits sequence. Well, plan. yeah, like the Marvel films. What happens in that? Maybe like a big dinosaur comes down and he's like, join my team. Or maybe like uh, an alien shows up. Maybe an alien shows up. Or a predator. Or, a, or the predator. What if, what if, a what giraffe. If, a giraffe with a hat on. Mm, you're winning me over. <laughs> he's wearing a tie. Yeah, I like this And he's one. got a lot of money. Okay. Nah, it's just some like pterodactyls in there in Las Vegas. What's the, what's the point of that? Well, they're not like playing slots or blackjack or something. They're just like <laughs> flying around. Wait, what? They just settle on the Eiffel Tower. Well, what does that do for? Our and then the, and universe? it leaves it leaves the audience feeling like Vegas has been through enough. Mm-hmm. And there's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. Yeah, you can't forget about the clone's the biggest part of the movie. Because when you realize that the clone and the dinosaurs are the same thing. And there's a clone, you say? She doesn't have a tail. Good. Well, She is a clone. She's a clone, though. Yeah, and they fire the housekeeper that raised her. Why? This script is all over the place. She's a clone. I'm sorry, but your script is all over the place. It's G- and then the big bad mean dinosaur they make in this one like they made in the first one, but it's yeah, more dangerous, yeah, dies. yeah. yeah. Because they kill it. Yeah. Dies because a raptor kills it. This is Ubersaur. He's the best, fastest, strongest, evilest dinosaur we've ever made. Do you say evilest? (laughs) You You made an evil dinosaur? No, it just kills stuff. Dinosaurs are just animals. They just have instincts, survival instincts, predatory instincts. Yeah, but ours... If he had, if you had a moral compass, his is in the bad zone. Our, our dinosaur has a bad moral compass. Other dinosaurs kind of neutral, right? Because they're animals. Right. Not our dinosaur. Sure. Yeah, it's a mean one. Our dinosaur is mean on purpose. It's a mean dinosaur it's, one. It's intentionally spiteful. Our dinosaur steals candy and smiles when it kills people. Yeah, it's pretty spooky, I think. <laughs> yeah. There's the one part when it opens the... There's going to be a part when it opens the window. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a part. comes in through the door. Yeah. And then it... Pulls back the sheet that the little girl, the clone, is hiding under. Uh-huh. The clone. Yeah, it's crazy. And then Chris Pratt shoots it. In this movie, a dinosaur tries to kill a clone, and Chris <laughs> Pratt shoots it. A dinosaur that's been custom-generated, custom-made. Yeah, to be mean. To be mean, tries to kill a little clone. No! <laughs> the only one of her kind. The only clone in the world. Do you know why Hammond fell out? With his best friend. Because his best friend cloned his daughter. Because <laughs> she, she died. And he was sad. So he cloned her. Clone. The whole movie is a clone movie. It's a movie about clones. <laughs> it's, a clone movie. it's not about Jurassic World anymore. Though we do have Jeff Goldblum contractually obligated to look down the barrel of the camera. And deliver the thesis statement. And deliver the, the thesis statement and then say the title of the movie. That sounds really good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Sold. <laughs> Gone. Gone for twenty eight. Gone. Dollars. Gone. How much money do you think these dinosaurs that, make us? That iconic. <laughs> Billions. Wait, what were they raising in your script? Why were they raising dinosaur money? Uh, <laughs> Dino bucks. Well, if I told you, do you even know? No. Oh, okay. We're never going to explain just it. just selling dinosaurs. It's unclear, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They do make a point. I mean, we do make a point to say that 
if we sell these things, then other people can just make them. Mm. Which leads me to believe that the world is on the brink of apocalypse. A dinopocalypse. Yeah, genetic. The next one. Jurassic World Dinopocalypse. If just dinosaurs can be regrown in this way, why not humans? Thank you. That's, that's not even a question. The movie Clone Wars. Clones. And that's why I'm looking forward to Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Yeah. The third Jurassic World movie. The third Jurassic World movie, but the second in the Star Wars franchise, <laughs> episodically speaking. You're going to need a graph for this timeline. All of the clone troopers are the little girl. Hmm. That little girl was a good actor. She was very talented, but she was a clone. That's upsetting. Yeah, that's upsetting that they used the clone. Downright frustrating. I don't know why they keep making bad dinosaur movies when they could just make a good dinosaur movie. It's not that hard. No, you can just bring us in. Look at this thing we just pitched. It's perfect. It's genius. It's definitely not the exact. It's definitely not the plot of Jurassic World. I when I was watching Jurassic World, I was thinking you watched it already. When I was watching the first Jurassic World, I was right. thinking there's too much time in the fresh air with the ocean breeze. I don't want and those be nephews in these gorgeous trees. I want to be with dinos, but in an enclosed space. Could we please have Can more please di- fun dinosaurs get this in a basement? Open air out of my face. Um, <laughs> Can we please be in a basement the whole film? <laughs> is there a chance that maybe... I want these dinosaurs in a basement. Is there a chance space? that maybe the clone could almost get killed in I the first movie? I can't relate to being in the jungle, but I can relate to being in a basement. I can't relate to being a dinosaur, but I can't relate to being a clone. I can. <laughs> We're all clones. Wait, when she went to hug yeah, Chris I, Pratt. Well, there's one part where she's going to hug Chris Pratt in the movie, and... Everyone watching it is supposed to think, oh man, I love Chris Pratt. I must be a clone. She does what I do. She does what I do. I must be a clone too. We're, maybe we're all clones. Maybe we're all just one big clone family. That's not the case. That's not the case. And I think it's too far in one direction. I think yeah, the right response is she's just like me because she's a clone. Clones are just like me. Clones are just like me. I am clone. No. You're not clone. Clones are like George me. Cloney. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, George Cloney. Hello. And he plays the. My wife and I had an amicable divorce two years ago. <laughs> we settled out of court for four hundred million dollars. What's going on, George Cloney? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm just rehashing old news about George Cloney's divorce. Maybe he plays the dinosaur Mary man. The man who marries the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I like that. George Clooney would be a big ask, but he'd be a great get. Yeah. And that's why we need an extra fifty million in the budget. George, 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 please. George, you only you don't have a single George. One. How many movies have you married a dinosaur in? <laughs> that's what I thought. Not enough. Sign on the dotted line right now. Well, I don't know. Less than five, but more than one. Sign here, and we'll get your clone to play you. <laughs> It's funny because you could just call you just call him George Cloney, yeah, and then he could have his own trailer and it'd be Cloney's trailer. <laughs> Everything would be Cloney stuff. Uh, All right, well that's the whole movie. Yeah, oh, that sounds great. Here's three hundred billion dollars. Make that movie for me. Yeah, that sounds like way too much. But Can you okay, make it in four D. No, unfortunately, we only have one four D screening every four hours, <laughs> and it's extremely hard to get tickets to it. Okay, well, that's an interesting business model, but I'll take it. Yeah, well, good. Right, well, Sam, I don't know anything else to say. 
If a dinosaur attacks, hide under a car. If a dinosaur attacks, hide under a clone. <laughs> get a clone. On, get a clone on top of you. Get a clone. Get a. <laughs> hide behind a clone. <laughs> Clones are shields. Clone shield. It's such a so stupid. <laughs> I'm so upset that they turned my dinosaur movie into a clone movie. It's no longer a dinosaur movie. The next movie is about clone how clones world. are important. Clone World. Clone World 2. Jurassic Park. This time it's clones. Clone World 2 Jurassic Park. Clone World 2. Star Wars Story. (laughs) Okay. Well, Sam, I'm glad we could record another episode. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, glad for you to drop through. Yeah, thanks. It's good to be here. It's really not that different from America. Oh, my gosh. You haven't even been here four days. (laughs) You have no idea what you're talking about. It's kind of like Boston. This place just like, like Boston. Boston. Hundreds of years of history. Yeah, it's just like Boston. Less less history in Boston. Same feel. The city's over a thousand years old. Just like Boston. <laughs> the permanence. Object permanence. Boston. The city's on an island. Just like Boston. Yeah. Object permanence Boston? Yeah. Object permanence. Object permanence. Except it's Colon. 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 Boston. <laughs> It's my new TV show about object permanence, Boston. That's fun. It's a cop show, but the premise is essentially people just disappear. Hmm. And I think there's a show like that already. Yep, there is. Uh, uh, well, I guess that'll wrap us up for now. George, I guess so. George Cloney, take us home. <laughs> he doesn't sing. <laughs> Not in this movie. Cloney sings. He does a little number. You're not with nobody a dinosaur. Can, nobody can see you dancing. Or the dinosaur with a tux. Thanks so. Maybe Clooney George caps mo caps a tux wearing dinosaur. And the dances next to that dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's just like the old days when when there movies were exploit. magical because we got to see Frank Sinatra dance with penguins and stuff. Exploit penguins. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see George Clooney exploit that T Rex in a suit. I want to see my favorite music stars dance with animals. <laughs> Movies are amazing. I can't wait for Come on, Dale. Let's go to the cinema. Oh, um, let's wrap it up here, I think. I know, I know, I know, I know. But what's the name of that one guy? I can't remember. That's such a bad lead-in, though. I'm sorry. The it's dancing fine. guy. The, da- the dancing. Fred Astaire. That's him, Fred Astaire. Whoa. I want to see Fred Astaire dancing with a lion. <laughs> Movies are amazing. Movie magic. Thanks, Walt. Transported to another world. <laughs> Escapism as all for finest. one. All for one nickel. <laughs> <laughs> this Nickelodeon's a what is it? A steal. <laughs> a steal. I never steal. Not for my local. George Clooney would. He made oceans. Yeah, he would. And I think that's the moral story. Um, Don't trust George Clooney with your valuables. It's not just. He's a crook. Don't trust George Clooney or steal your dinosaurs. And George might, Clooney's not a clone. George Clooney's not in the movie. Um, I like to think the uh, the woman who made it all possible. Uh, we're gonna do an official official name reveal. Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Thank <laughs> the you only so man much. Who knows Star Wars? <laughs> thank you, Kathleen Kennedy, for your hard work on the Star Wars franchise, <laughs> for making Solo a, a reality. Um, and a good movie to boot. Yeah, great movie. At me. Uh, don't f- <laughs> Solo is a good Star Wars movie. Don't f- I'll fight for it. Sorry, I, I I took over your name reveal. What was your actual? It's name? fine. No, this is all for you. You're 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 here because uh, your mom Sarah 
Farrell. Carol Farrell? Let's just beep it out. No, what is it? She she wanted she wanted a big reveal, and here it is. You almost had it. I'm not. Yeah, I can't. The last one was so close. No, you have to say it. Add a ein to the end. What? I don't want to say it. Say the last name. Carol Faraline. No. <laughs> wow, their name be that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, she made it all possible. What did she make possible? Me being here. Oh, good. Well, yeah. I'm glad she convinced you to visit me. I hadn't thought of it. And oh. She was like, "You go go visit Jacob," and I was like, "I could go visit Jacob." So yeah, I am visiting Jacob. That's why you're here. Well, Caroline, thanks not so for much. Long. See ya. Okay. Well, that was kind of rude. Well, I have to go. I know, but not like this second. Anyway, Caroline, thanks so much uh, for all your hard work and uh, bringing mm-hmm. Sam here. I know you worked extra hard to get your pilot's license <laughs> to make it all possible mm-hmm. um but yeah no thanks uh thanks for listening and we're glad to be able to uh have fun and goof around and mm-hmm. then have five people listen to it and tell us they think it's funny it um, kind of makes it's kind of all worth it it's all worth it if even one person has fun it's us yeah and <laughs> uh anyway um thanks so much for listening this is uh this has been Front Review, signing off uh, <laughs> from the front. 10-4. <laughs> it's about a clone. So. <laughs> the movie's about a clone. Uh, I've been uh, Jacob Adams. And I've been Sam Farrell. Uh, thanks for listening to Front Review. <laughs> what are you, man? Front of you.